This is Rocky Patel. This is Armand Santos. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh. How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. You really are a funny guy. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. March 31st, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, we have new cigars coming out. We're going to tell you the inside scoop of what they will be and when they're due out. The contenders for the Cigar Trophy of 2014 from Cigar Journal is out. Who will the winners be? We will give you our best guesses on that. And the director of the CRA, Cigar Rights of America, Glenn Loop, will join us and give us the FDA status. What is going to happen to premium cigars? This is big, folks. Big. I mean, this is uh, huge. This is, the, this is the worst thing that could ever happen to cigars. Believe me. So uh, listen, and maybe you can be part of uh, moving something around. Time is running out. We have to smoke $10 cigars because those are the only ones in the future that will be premium cigars. Today, we'll do quite the opposite. Cigars under $5. Actually, we're going down into the $2 category because they are premium cigars. We'll get Debonair with Chuck Morrison and do quite the opposite with Old Fat Freddy. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week. High atop the worldwide headquarters oh, of two guys smoke shop. It's not going to go Free Salem, New Hampshire. Ron Burgundy is and not we're in the, the only yet. show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist. We demand that you light up along with we're us. Better if you smoke. We really smoke on the show. Yeah. We don't just fake it. Tune in at the Cigar Authority, and you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or YouTube, where you can set it and forget it. You added that to the thing, and I read it. There we go. Ron Burgundy. That's what he does. I did. It's he right there. The there it is. <laughs> so, uh, yes, we, uh, we are in big trouble. Uh, the FDA has control over cigars, and we have, um, geez, about 40 days left, I believe. About 40 mm, days left. Scary. When the, the anvil will come down, the hammer will come crashing down, and we have a short, short window right now to let them know what we think. Do they care what we think? Who the heck knows? Uh, but Glenn Loop is going to come on and uh, tell us what we should give a shot to, give a try to. Mm. Because after the fact, all that's left is the crying. That's all that's going to happen. Wait till you hear the plans. We went through it before, the, the different thoughts. But um, first off, today is, uh, is a special holiday. This is World No Tobacco Day. World No Tobacco Day. So anyone that is listening to the show. Not just the U.S., folks. This yeah. is World No Tobacco Day. So I want you to, to not only smoke a cigar, I want you to take a selfie, which I'm typically anti-selfie, but I want you to take a selfie. selfie I see you <laughs> selfie on you every single right? day. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so 
<laughs> you almost made me lose my track of thought. Yes. Then. Wow. So you take be... you take a selfie of you smoking a cigar and then post it up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram with the hashtag World No Tobacco Day, just to give the middle finger to these AHs that are trying to control everybody's tobacco use and just say, you know what, I'm actually going to do it extra today. We're and if you don't have time, you don't have a cigar, don't worry. I'll be smoking one for you. That's it. Because normally on the show, we smoke one cigar an hour. We're going to squeeze three in. We're just going to go one extra just because. Well, there's, there may be someone out there who just is out of cigars or in a place where they can't smoke. So we'll do we got you covered. So the cigar we're going to choose today is a cigar that's been around, oh, my God, it's got to be about 20 years. Really? And it was always a great low-budget cigar uh, made at a famous cigar factory in the Dominican Republic um, that makes very, very high-end cigars. And all those high-end cigars, no problem. They're premium cigars, according to the FDA. But when they make a cigar, a a premium cigar, if you've ever seen it, they put it in the mold, and some of the tobacco hangs out the end. Mm -hmm. And they chop that off so that every cigar is even. Yeah, they're all the same length. Right. What would they do with all that extra tobacco that they cut and made those very expensive cigars? Throw it out? No. No. No, it's Dominican Republic. They reuse and recycle everything. So a cigar is made 20 years ago using those components from these premium, premium cigars that are made into a medium-filled, not shot-filled, not chop, 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 but the longer pieces that are left over, and sometimes it's longer, sometimes it's a little shorter, whatever it is that's in there, and there's different blends based on the cigars that are being made there. So we have the same brand, which is classic, and it has three, it actually has four components, but we're going to smoke three different things today. It has the classic Connecticut, it has the classic Cuban, which, why Cuban? Cuban seed uh, sun-grown Cuban-esque type of flavor, and a Maduro. And um, we're going to first, we'll go to the uh, classic Connecticut, it's called. This cigar runs $47 a box yes. of 20 That takes it down, folks, to $2.41 a piece. Wow. This is regular everyday pricing. $2.41 a piece. Does that make this cigar not a premium cigar? Depends on who's asking the question. If the FDA is asking the question, let's, the answer let, is yes. Well, let's ask people in the cigar business. Let's ask uh, people that really know about cigars. Let's ask the authority on everything cigar, the cigar authority, is it a premium cigar? Uh, yes, the sale is a premium cigar. It is a premium cigar. Now, go into the it's, right answer. It's 100% tobacco. Yeah. It must be stored handmade. in a humidor, and it is handmade. It's so, a premium cigar. So those are the what classifications? Does, yeah. So what does price have anything to do with if this is a premium cigar or not? Yeah, nothing. It is a premium cigar. Look at it. It's perfect, aesthetically beautiful, and we're going to see how it smokes. Now, if a, if a cigar was, according to the FDA, if a cigar was $10.19. Yep. By the single. Yep. You buy that by the box, they give you 10% off. It brings it down to $9.19. Now it's not a premium anymore. And the same exact cigar becomes not premium because you bought it by the box. Mm. So, so Ridiculous. This is why it's important to the consumer <clears throat> because things are going to be different from non-premium cigars. 
Ridiculous. So you're going to hear, Glenn's going to come on. He's going to explain to us right now. We've got to light up because the government doesn't want us to. The yeah. world government. The world. <laughs> the U.N. The U.N. wants us not to smoke a cigar today. So we're going to chain smoke all day. I might even. And I recommend you do the same. I might even dip. I might even smoke a pipe. And you know what? I might even smoke a cigarette. Just really? hit them all. <laughs> and a dip. Right now it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, speaking of excellence, we got a $2.40 cigar. We're going to cut it because we have to because this is a handmade cigar. It's uncut. And now we're going to light our cigar. And here's a lighter I have never saw before. This is called the Champ. I thought it was a gun. And it is. The reason they call it the Champ, this replaced the Wizard. This is the Vertigo ah, Vertigo Champ. Champ. It's a quad jet. Four. I can't imagine that there'd be a wind gust big enough to blow this sucker <laughs> out. And the best part is, perfect for the golf course because oh, yeah. the flame changes color. So $29.99. Oh, You'd expect to pay $120 for something as beefy as this. And oh, for sure. When he's talking about a changes color, if you uh, light a jet flame out there on the golf course, outside with the blue sky or the green grass behind you, it's hard to see if the flame is there. This actually turns red, so you can see it behind that blue Someone sky. Someone flame all the way up. From this, turning it down. this is a great Father's Day gift right here. If you're looking for perceived With value, the- which you always want to give somebody something you paid far less than what it appears to be yeah. of what, what they did. Uh, so you could buy this for $29.99. Uh, wow. So you buy it for $29, and it looks like you gave away $129. Yeah. So that's the the, uh, the positive thing. What I would recommend is you give that $29, and if you wanted to spend 100 bucks or whatever. Get a box. You get a box, a classic, for $47. You're still under budget. Right. And it looks like you gave the guy the best right. gift ever. That's pretty good. Nobody would believe that the this Father's cigar is two dollars and forty cents. No way. Nobody would believe it. And wow. it's premium. The factory is premium. The tobacco they buy is nothing but premium. It's short up pieces, and it's an unbelievable deal. What does that? Why would it turn into? It's not a duck. It quacks like a duck. It walks, walks like, like a duck. duck. You know what? It tastes like a duck. It smells like a duck. Yeah, it's a duck. Yeah. This tastes like a, a premium cigar. Burns like one. It's using all natural tobacco, like you mentioned. It's fitting all the categories that there is. It's handmade. It needs to stay in a humidor. It's going to dry out. It is a premium cigar. Because it's $2.40 means nothing. Now, I have to say, I've lost my taste for Connecticut Shade. I don't smoke them voluntarily anymore. I'm smoking this because this is my job and i got to do it. Okay. Normally, I wouldn't reach in and grab... Connecticut shade anymore because Why? I'm off them. Too light for you? I, do, I don't know what it is. I just have not been enjoying Connecticut <laughs> shade, and I think that I'm glad that I lit this up because there's some good flavor going on here. It's not what I've been smoking. Typically, the short clippings and stuff are put in big, big bales, and they're put aside, and they actually age even longer. Remember, they were using this tobacco to make a premium cigar. Then they save all the stuff, and they bale it up. Hmm. And then they start making cigars with it later, so it's even aged even longer than it, than it was. Mm. Um, in, it's this, in this case, yeah. s- some mixed-filled cigars are everything in the factory, so you never get any consistency. 
when it comes to it. In this case, they make four different blends of it. It's this stuff made. I, I can't, unfortunately, tell you the brands because mm. the company would get very mad. But, you know, let's say that. Safe to say brands we know. Yeah, big name stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and let's say they make all these um, higher-end, milder cigars. That tobacco would be used for this one. Wow. When we get into the next <sighs> one, it would be the more uh, fuller-bodied. And when the Maduro one, um, I know the wrapper obviously is changing the Maduro. As far as what fillers they end up using, I don't know. Um, if it's any different than it would be on the sun-grown one. But you'll see how different each one of these things are. Hmm. As a retailer, I mean, I'm not looking for you guys to smoke nothing but uh, $2 cigars. Actually, we'd be out of business. All hmm. retailers would be out of business if all you bought was nothing but $2 cigars. But the point of the show is it's a premium cigar. That's and the whole thing. And FDA's got it wrong, and we have to let them know that, and Glenn's going to tell us how to do it. Go ahead. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan until someone proves themselves that they can smoke a cigar and they're not going to just take a couple of puffs, in my humidor I have right. classic-esque cigars. I have a couple of classics in there. So when someone comes over and I offer them a cigar and they say yes just to be polite, I'm not throwing $10 out the window. I hand them a classic. Yeah. And what I like about handing them a classic is I know it's going to be good, and yeah. this might turn them into a cigar smoker. Yeah. It's a great entry cigar. What happens to... Uh Mixfield cigars, they tend to burn a little faster. Hmm. The ash doesn't stay on as long. You're going to see, wow, how, how come the ash is staying on long? It's, again, a great manufacturer who makes great cigars can't make not great cigars. Right. It. They can't just flip the switch. Right. right. And say, right. well, these are cheap, so don't do it as good as you've been doing it. No, you roll great cigars, you roll great cigars. It'd man. be like asking Ferrari to make a, uh, an economy car. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, coincidentally, this is Classic Cigar, and this day in American classic history is brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's Undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today, May 31st, and this is Mr. Jonathan versus Chuck Morrison, closest without going over. Today is Clint Eastwood's birthday. Clint Eastwood, American actor, film director, producer, and composer. He rose to international fame with The uh, Man With No Name, uh, The Dollar Trilogies, The Spaghetti Westerns, uh, Harry Callahan in five Dirty Harry films. He's an icon in the movie industry. It is Clint Eastwood's birthday today. Cigar smoker Clint Eastwood. 19. 35. 1935, I got 39. 39. You're both over. Really? 1930. Today, today is Brooke Shields' birthday. He looks great for his age. <laughs> Do you know who Brooke Shields is? 
Yeah. Brooke Shields. I know the name. Okay. It's she her, was hot in the 80s. It's yeah, her yeah. birthday. She was hot in the 80s. Model. Is an American actress, model, former child star. Um, she is uh, famous for her controversial print TV ads with her Calvin Klein jeans with the famous tagline, you know, you want to know what comes between me and my Calvins. Right. Huh? That All was right. a little risque in the 80s. She did The Blue Lagoon, Endless Love, a sitcom, Suddenly Susan, That 70s Shows, Lipstick Jungle, and more. Brooke Shields' birthday today, born. When? 1960. 1960. 1950. 1950, 1965. So Chuck gets that point. Okay. Okay, today is Daryl Matthew McDaniel's birthday. Oh, Daryl Matthew McDaniels. Yeah, that's no idea. No, no idea. A.K.A. DMC from Run uh, DMC. Oh. All right. American musician, one of the pioneers in hip-hop culture and founder of the hip-hop group Run DMC. Taught himself to be a DJ in his basement and then adopted to doing the rap. Uh, <laughs> doing the rap. Doing the rap. Uh, he or, is, or just rapping. He is known to drink... As much as eight 40-ounce bottles of malt liquor a day. How many? 40. Eight. Eight 40-ounce eight 40 40 ounce, uh, bottles of malt liquor a day. Jeez. I like that. And that's the way it is. My Adidas, walk this way. Mary, Mary, why are you bugging? It's uh, DMC's birthday today. What year was he born? 65. 1965, he says. 68. 68, and you both are over at 64. Oh, yeah. Today is Chris Elliott's birthday, American actor, comedian. Sure. Writer best known for his sketches on the Late Night with David Letterman show, starring cult comedy series Get a Life and reoccurring roles on Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, And he is Mickey on How I Met Your Mother, also known for appearing in movies such as Cabin Boy, Something About Mary, Scary Movie 2, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Elliot currently stars in the Adult Swim series Eagle Heart. Born today, what year? 70. 70, Mr. Jonathan says. 60. 60 for two points, Chuck. Bam, baby. Two points. Did you guess after I did my no, thing? No, right, right, right there, baby. It's written. Okay. We're having them right because <clears throat> we trust no one. We trust no one. I think it just makes it easier for you guys to cheat. Donald <laughs> Eugene Lyle's birthday today. Donald Eugene Lyle. Anybody? Why? Anything? Nothing. Donald AKA Sutherland. Johnny Paycheck. Johnny Paycheck, oh, anything? He's a blues artist. Uh, country, I'm sorry. Country and Western. Yes, yes. Paycheck, top-ranked uh, uh, boxer. From oh, Ch- uh, got his name. Got his Texas. name from uh, uh, Take This Job and Shove It. That, that was his name. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Take okay. This Job and Shove It. Johnny Paycheck. Today's his birthday. 44. 45. 44, 45, both over 1938. Son of a... They're all, they all look good, huh? Yeah. Donna Michi. Anything? Was American actor, voice artist, and comedian. Yeah. Speared, whose uh, career spawned 60 years. Shut up and pretend Warner like Brothers. you know what it is. Huh? Warner Brothers. Did he work? Did, oh, no. Warner Brothers? <laughs> I thought he worked for Warner Did, Brothers. Didn't everybody work for Warner Brothers at some point? He played Alexander Graham Bell, which is most famous. Uh, he also played Mortimer Duke in Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, okay, okay. He played in Coming to America as the same character uh, brought back Mortimer Duke. Remember the Duke brothers? Yep. yep. That's who he was. He played Art in Cocoon. Let's bet for the usual Don, amount. Don, that's right. Yes. yes. There we go. So uh, what do you got? Uh, I got Chuck? 1926. I got 1901. 1901 will take the point. It's Damn. 1908. Ooh. Mr. Jonathan gets a point. It was almost a shutout. Last one. 
You can tie it up. You can tie it up. You need two points to tie this up. All right. Joe Namath, nickname Broadway Joe. Joe Willie, former American football quarterback, American foot legion icon who played for the New York Jets, most professional career, um, and also uh, finished with the Los Angeles Rams. Elected in the Hall of Fame in 1985, Sporting Good News says he's one of the 100 greatest of all time. Born today, Joe Namath. 52. 52, he says. 55. 55, both over. It's 43. And it goes to Chuck, 3-1. to one. Chuck wins it. Yeah, baby. So this, uh, congratulations, Chuck, once again. This is uh, like the on- ongoing longest run ever <laughs> in history. Uh, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's Classic Cigars, available at twoguyscigars.com, twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today, May 31st, last day of May, with a classic cigar. Yesterday was my wife's birthday. Really? Yes. Okay. It's good. Okay, we're going to go to break because uh, Glenn Loop is going to come on. We've got to take care of it, and he's got a lot to say. So uh, when we come back, the director of the CRA, Cigar Rights of America, Glenn Loop will join us to see what we need to do now that might help us not be able to smoke cigars or smoke cigars only at $10 or more. Maybe no new brands ever coming around again. It's very, very important. The government is now in our humidors. How deep they will go is up to you. Time is running out. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I've worked long and hard to create a Cameroon cigar. We've been saving Cameroon wrappers for seven years to come up with the perfect cigar, the Vintage 2003. This cigar has a Cameroon wrapper from Africa, delivers a sweet taste, medium-bodied, a ton of flavor, yet it's smooth on the palate. If you've never tried the Vintage 2003, please go out and try one, because this Cameroon cigar is going to deliver everything you're seeking. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, Something original, people. You deserve a brick today? (laughs) Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair, genius! Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? So. I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are 
Oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh yeah. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. We're back, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. It's a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. We got nonsense. We love talking about cigars, and we hate talking about politics, but our government now is knee-deep right now. Their hands are in our humidors. We need to stop this. More than just their hands, man. Oh, my God. It's getting crazy. We're just days away from... uh, what people will find unacceptable, I certainly do, and um, what can we do about it? So with us is the director of the CRA, Cigar Rights of America, Glenn Loop. Welcome to the Cigar Authority, Glenn. Dave, it's great to be with you. I'm sitting here with our mutual friend, Dave, I mean, ABC, Abe DeBedna at Smoke Cannon. We just finished up his show, so it's media day. Oh, there beautiful. Hey, this is very important, so you, you're very good at getting the word out, but uh, hopefully not just get the word out, but get people to act. And, and make a move right now. So that's what I'm hoping is going to happen, that they, they hear you. We try to uh, spread the word out and get people to uh, not just uh, react, but make a move before it's too late. Uh, when it is too late, uh, nothing left but crying is going to go on. So uh, tell us what we need to do. Well, that's exactly right. Listen, now, this is more dangerous than any smoking ban. It's more dangerous than any tax measure. This is a, an entire federal bureaucracy now threatening the premium handmade cigar industry like it never has been before in its entire 400-year history. Um, I'm sitting here with a copy of the 400 and I'm, I'm sorry, 241 pages of federal regulations that were issued on April the 24th, 9 a.m. on April the 24th, and some of the just quick provisions in it that are just incredibly threatening, the pre-market review process that would require every new cigar blend that comes out, those wonderful new blends from these manufacturers, uh, being compelled to go to the federal government for approval before they can go to market, a ban on free samples uh, where, as you know, you'll have a wonderful event at your shop up there. Uh, a maker will come in, hand out everybody a, a cigar, saying, uh, try it, I hope you like it, uh, before you make the investment to buy one, two, a box. Uh, I'm sorry, no, the federal government says you can't do that. Or compelling every premium cigar that's declared as such to be cost. Uh, $10. And this is just the very beginning. So right now we're in the middle of, really are the middle of a public comment phase that's incredibly important to this process. And that means every cigar enthusiast in America has to tell the FDA to keep their hands off of premium cigars. Uh, so you go to cigarrights.org, our website, cigarrights.org, and there's three different spots there that takes you directly to us, our, our site that tells you 11 different themes. An introduction, 11 themes, protect my local tobacconist, protect my ability to enjoy cigars, protect my ability to sample cigars before I make an investment, protect the small businesses across this country and the jobs in Latin America. Pick and choose, compose your own message, 
the link to the FDA site is right there. You click on that, put your message in there, and send it in. We need to put over a quarter of a million uh, petitions into the FDA to send the message that this is not every other tobacco product, that we shouldn't be treated and regulated like every other tobacco product at all. And it, this, is, this is a nuance to this industry that has never, ever confronted before. And everybody that's got a passion for great premium cigars, every cigar shop owner in America, uh, like those great stores that you have up there, are literally under attack by the federal government. Absolutely. We had, we had only 75 days, 40 days left to actually um, give our argument, basically, which may or may not mean anything to them, but we only have about 40 days left. And when that day comes, they're going to actually draw a line in the sand and actually make this. So the point is that this is it. You know, don't, don't say I'm going to get to it when I get to it. Today's the day. Today is the day. Uh, time is running out. And um, Today is the day. Yeah. Well, I tell you what we're really fearful of. We just heard a rumor that their site was down today for construction. But guess what? They don't give us an extra day. But uh, all of our national trade associations have asked for an extension. We have not been granted that yet, so we have to act as if every day is our last. Uh, So it's incumbent upon every one of your customers, everybody that's listening to the Cigar Authority, to go to our website, compose your message, send it to the FDA, and get it in there and inundate them with the message that this is a very, very different type of constituency. This is a clear case of going beyond the congressional intent of the Tobacco Control Act. Uh, the Tobacco Control Act told, told the agency to regulate cigarettes and smokeless products. It didn't say a word about cigars. And, but they're going to deem us to be a tobacco product and try to regulate us in the same fashion. Yes, they've dangled the proposition of an exemption, but we don't know if we're going to get it. So we have to treat it with danger as, as if it's a, a real-life confrontation and change this industry forever. So so let's go through uh, one at a time some of the problems that I have with it, and uh, let, me, let me get your input and feel of uh, each one as we go through it. Uh, one of them is no limited edition, seasonal blends, no new products, only after review, which we understand can be very, very long, and that is the backbone of, of our industry. What's new is the number one question asked in the cigar store, this may go away. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave, you just nailed it. Uh, and if we have pounded any message during four different presentations to the uh, to the FDA and three presentations to the White House Office of Management and Budget, it's what those boutique cigar blends and those limited edition, uh, limited release types of products mean to this industry, mean to cigar smokers across this country. Right now, the FDA is behind 3,500 applications just on cigarettes and smokers. I was at the Tobacco oh, Merchants Association God. meeting last week where – they were outright told, they were in the room, that if they did this, they would be inundated with 10,000 applications from the cigar industry. Uh, think about those types of, of cigars you put out, or, or think about what I just heard the Jim Young ad just before uh, while I was waiting to come on. Yeah. Those auto releases. We actually held up an auto box to the FDA saying, listen, this only comes out on his birthday. Yeah. We can't wait three years for a permit to put this cigar on the market. You think about the boutique makers that are that are just putting out some of the most marvelous cigars on the market today. It could cost a million dollars just in the processing fees to walk you through the process. It would destroy the boutique market of those limited edition, small batch types of releases that that we all love in this industry. And and the truth is that we we, we sell snowflakes. No, uh, every time a new crop comes in, the cigar brand changes slightly. It's like the wine industry. And, you know, would it be that um, the crop changed and now we have to go through the process again? 
Absolutely. I mean, you think about any of these makers that, that you and I know that you change the wrapper, change the binder, change the filler. As you put it, the, the crop changes, the nuances of the tobacco changes, the aging process, the impact that has on flavor uh, and the like. How does the FDA study that? They fundamentally don't understand the nuances of this industry and what makes it different from, from more mass market types of products. Right, right. So, uh, okay, moving along, uh, the next uh, thing that really bothers me, $10 and over price determines a premium cigar. Where did they come up with this? Well, that's a good question, Dave. I mean, and a little anecdote here. Last Tuesday, like I was mentioning, I was at that CMA meeting. I asked uh, Mitch Zeller, the director of the Center for Tobacco Products at FDA, that question. I said, where did you come up with the number? I'm just curious. And he said, market research. Well, the market says that 85% of the market is 9.99 or less. So you're telling, you know, I literally pulled out a, a $25 cigar. I won't say who it maker, but I pulled out a $25 cigar and I pulled out a $5 cigar. And I said they came out of the exact same factory about 25 feet apart. How do you regulate that? Right. How do you put that into law? Uh, how do you treat it differently when it came out of the same factory, but just maybe different crop, a different blend, but yet if you get into regulating the manufacturing process and the like, it makes it an impossibility versus, say, regulating a, a cigarette factory in downtown Richmond. Uh, they, they fundamentally, again, just don't understand the nuance of the, of the process, uh, and it's incumbent upon us to give that, that point across during the course of this, of this public comment period. But that's going to be an incredibly challenging thing to do because, as you and I well know, there's a lot of amazing cigars on your shelves for 5 and $6. Right. And we're going to declare by federal law that that, uh, that that's not premium, which is an absolutely ridiculous assessment. And all that would happen is that those manufacturers would raise the price to $10 at that point, and the taxation that the government would have would be now on a $10 cigar instead of the $5 cigar, and they'd double up in their profit. I mean, it, it looks to me like there's some sort of backdoor uh, thought process here of uh, what they can possibly do and what would, what would happen if, if that ended up happening. There is... Uh, you know, a, a cigar that's nine dollars and eighty cents, and a cigar that's ten dollars and one cent. Um, is there any difference between the two of them? The the answer is, of course not. Well, not to mention, uh, Glenn, we had mentioned as an example earlier in the show. Uh, if you got a manufacturer that puts a cigar at a ten dollars and nineteen cents as a single, by the box that cigar could be as low as nine dollars and nineteen cents. So, does that cigar, in and of itself, become non-premium? If you buy it by the box, it's only premium by the single. Well, you nailed it. It's, we got to look at this in more of a macro context. In, in the history of the federal government, we can't find an example where the federal government has tried to dictate the price of a consumer product. I mean, it's in the history of the federal government. So it's not just that. Think about any other industry that's regulated. Well, based upon that, you know, gasoline should be $2, or a drug that saves mankind should be free or cost $2. So we're all of a sudden going to walk up and say to be declared a premium cigar, you have to cost $10. Well, it, it goes to the heart that they don't understand that children are not buying 4 and $5 cigars, $6 cigars, $8 cigars. That's not the market. The, the cigar industry does not market itself to America's youth, which was – this is what they're driving at under the Tobacco Control Act. Premium handmade cigars are not chemically addictive, and they're not marketed and sold to America's youth. And based upon that alone, because that was the congressional intent, it's a clear case where the FDA is going beyond what Congress intended. 
Yeah, and, and I think there's a lawsuit here. If they end up uh, make, making it bad, I think we have a serious uh, uh, open lawsuit uh, possibility. But we know that can cost millions of dollars to do, and they probably know that we're, we're that small, and maybe we would not pull that off. So uh, moving on, no sampling, no sampling at all. Uh, does, does that include um, – we have um, – they've taken over four years to come up with this. They gave us 75 days, 40 days left to uh, make an act. They had four years to do with, with it. Th- this action is going to take place a week before the IPCPR trade show. So if this goes through, is there sampling that can go on at a trade show? Well, you know, it's going to take them probably six months to, to digest the public comments. So it won't affect this year's show, but it could certainly affect future shows. And that's been one of our uh, – matter of fact, I can break this news right now on the Cigar Authority. Ooh. I haven't said this to anybody else. Last week, I got a letter from the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority supporting our position. I think that's an amazing commentary, a non-tobacco group recognizing what this industry means to that city oh, economically. Sure, sure. We're going to be doing the same thing in New Orleans with the show down there. How do you hold a trade show if you can't sample? Well, obviously, you can't. And that's enabled us to build up a lot of congressional allies from the uh, from the Nevada delegation and the Louisiana delegation uh, because of that trade show and others like it held in those cities. You, so you, you're absolutely right. You It'll shut that side of the market down. A, and it's again, it. I'm, you, you don't uh-huh. buy a uh, you don't buy a car without going on a test drive. I mean, I'm, as the buyer of Two Guys Smoke Shop, I'm certainly not going to take on a new brand if I can't sample it. Mm-hmm. And if the guy tells me I have to buy a sample in order to take on his line, I'm never taking on anything new ever again. Well, the point is that there may not be any new cigars anyway. Well, there's that <laughs> as well. So, so it's it one, becomes, one hand is going to wash the yeah, other in the, that case. These things kind of link each other together, is how I see it. Don't you? Well, people, you know, question if this is even real. I can assure you and, and your listeners that this is a very real proposition. And as you mentioned, uh, let's think about just how cigars are marketed. I know you, our mutual friend, Nick Perdoma. Yes. Nick will come up to your shop. He'll hold an event. He'll come out with a new cigar. He'll hand everybody one saying, I hope you like it, mm-hmm. so that you'll make it the investment into buying one from you. The investment. That's, that's an amazing commentary on a tobacco product, because that's what a cigar is. It's an investment in, in something that you enjoy, and you should be able to sample that before you make that level of investment. And it's a, with the nuances of cigars like we were talking before, uh, it, again, it just shows the lack of understanding of this industry. It certainly happens in the wine industry, that's for sure. There's wine tastings all across the country. Go into a supermarket right. every Friday when I go in to pick up my bottle of wine. This there's, is, there's a sample. I could try a new wine right there. And this is and this is alcohol. This is you know something that obviously these people went to a supermarket, drove there. Now you're letting them test alcohol products before they drive home. That's how they got there. Now, well, I, there's just too, there's, there's just too many folks at the FDA that have memories of when you could you know go to a NASCAR event and and throw smokeless products or or a pack of cigarettes or something or into the stands and. Uh, again, from days of old, how, how different types of mass market products were marketed, and they wanted to—it's it's just too easy to put us under the same type of federal regulatory guidelines. They have to recognize that premium cigar industry is not marketed that way. It's not again sold to America's youth. You're not letting kids into those stores that you have up there, or any of the other 2,000 premium retailers across this country. 
and it's just incumbent upon us to get that, that message across during this comment period. Is it, uh, is it dangerous to do what David just did in our, in our note to the FDA and compare tobacco to the alcohol industry, or are we just giving them more ammunition when they go after the alcohol industry and kind of creating an enemy uh, in, in, say, the wine industry? If we use that well, as an it's kind of a double-edged. It's kind of a double-edged sword. Uh, I can appreciate the analogy, and it's one that we've actually used. Uh, it's one that actually our, our mutual friend Rocky Patel used in an FDA briefing. He said, "This is like the wine industry." So we have drawn that analogy. Uh, we, I'm not going to discourage it, but I think there's uh, other examples of where we just clearly know that that the demographics are on our side on this. That that kids aren't buying it, and that adults should be able to sample. Um, and so I would probably just convey it that, that uh, it's, it's not a youth issue, it's not a chemical addiction issue, and because of the, the nuances of premium cigars, given the change, the variations in it, uh, the, the seasonal variety of it, that uh, we should be treated differently because of that. Hmm. Uh, you know, uh, this whole thing, and uh, as it was brought up, and I was there on the on the phone call, the initial phone call when um, uh, this thing first went down, the um, and I and I read through these two hundred and forty page, uh, two hundred forty one pages of um, this uh, bureaucratic nonsense. But the amazing thing to me of this is that we were lumped not with cigarettes, we were lumped together for the first time with e-cigarettes which has nothing to do, there's a total chemical product where ours is not at all. It's a natural uh, product without chemicals added to it, and this is what they've lumped us to. So I I thought that was very weird for for them to do that. Well, it's because they didn't want to piecemeal it, as they put it. They didn't want to issue pipe tobacco regulations and then issue a cigar regulation and then issue a hookah regulation and then issue an e-cigarette regulation. So Honestly, Dave, uh, I do not think we would be having this discussion if it weren't for e-cigarettes. There was such a thirst to get their arms around that industry that there was this rush to judgment, if you will, to, to get this regula- these regulations out, the 241 pages out. And really, I think the driving force behind that was the e-cigarette market. They're scared to pieces, not necessarily of the product itself, but that it might somehow psychologically normalize smoking, quote-unquote. Uh, if you read the, uh, the the press about putting e-cigarettes under smoking bans in places like New York City and across the country, it's because of the psychology of the e-cigarette, not necessarily the product. And the FDA was very, very anxious to get their arms around that and bring it under their, their regulatory scope. That's the reason that cigars are being lumped into this, because of the thirst to get their arms around that industry and not wanting to piecemeal it. Well, yeah, it's a it's a four billion dollar industry, and I think that uh, the tax dollars is the big drive for this. But do do you think that they are going to try to squeeze, or they think they're going to squeeze cigars in and double their profits that they're getting from the cigar cigarette side of things? Not necessarily double, but there's definitely a, a factor here about trying to get user fees out of the cigar industry. That's a big part of this. It will emphatically drive the cost of cigars up. If all of these manufacturers are compelled to pay user fees to the FDA, it will drive the cost of the product up for the consumer. And that's another reason they need to chime in on this public comment, period. And do they understand so the that user fees are the big issue? Users will just stop using it if it if the price goes up. If you know, if I'm a ten dollar cigar smoker, well, that, I'm going to either smoke down or give up smoking I'm cigars. Being, I'm not being flipped by saying this. 
this is an agency committed to the prohibition of tobacco. They've written articles called the end game. So make no mistake about it. The end game is prohibition. And I'm not being overly dramatic by using that term. So that's exactly what they want. And at the same time, uh, marijuana is getting legalized. And that takes me to the next uh, uh, point here, which is the health warnings. And I remember them saying at this that they want our information going to them with some uh, scientific uh, backing to what happens. Um, If they are demanding that health warnings are going to be put on the product, I demand from them, which is ridiculous. I can't demand anything, but I'm I'm demanding from them some scientific proof that a premium cigar has any uh, health consequences to it at all when I believe the contrary, that it actually extends your life, relaxes people, and it's actually a good thing. Well, listen, I was talking to our mutual friend, Lita Gomez, the other night, and I said, you know, if something happens to my health for the next 12 months, it's not going to be because of cigars. It's because of cell phones. The uh, <laughs> cell phone was married to my ear for the last 35 days. Sure. Um, you're, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, there, really, the lack of scientific evidence on what they have put in this document and what they did in their White House response to us, uh, it, it's, a, it's a, almost a silly proposition. I mean, as I, was, I put it in one, one presentation, I said, you know, Winston Churchill smoked uh, a box today and threw in a bottle of brandy and he made it to 91. Uh, I think I could handle 91 or George Burns, sure. you know, saying he outlived all his doctors. Um, I think there's a serious case to be made by that. And, uh, in our comment back to the FDA, we'll be providing supporting documentation or at least questioning their documentation of those health impacts and the compelling of those types of a warning labels on a box of cigars when really the, the, the type, the level of analysis needed it simply doesn't exist. So, so this time it's not throwing money at anything. It's uh, we, we need to engage our listeners, and this is the consumer that smokes cigars, not just the manufacturers, not just the retailers out there, but the consumers themselves. Listen, this is going to trickle down to you, and this is going to trickle down real fast, and it's showtime. So uh, is there anything that anybody can do besides that? If somebody wants to do more, is there more than just go on CRA.org uh, and um, um, write that out and click the button? I mean, you made it as simple as you possibly can. Well, absolutely. Listen, our legislation is still alive in Congress that would exempt premium handmade cigars from FDA oversight. So your listeners should also be contacting their member of Congress and their member of the U.S. Senate and saying, listen, have you signed on to H.R. 792 or S-772? Send the signal to Congress as well. We finished 2012 with 221 members of the House of Representatives on that bill, a working majority. We refiled that legislation. We're back up to 156. We just picked up our 16th member of the United States Senate. All of that builds momentum for our case. And also, and we can announce this today on the Cigar Authority, is that this week a House of Representatives subcommittee, House Appropriations subcommittee, put in language into the bill that recognizes the option to exemption. It recognizes that there's a difference between handmade cigars, premium cigars, and, and other mass market products, and it encourages the FDA to take that path to regulation. That was an amazing accomplishment. It's a testament to this legislation. So there's, so in addition to the FDA uh, petition that all of your listeners have to participate in, they also need to be contacting their member of Congress, which they can also do through our website, uh, and, and encouraging them to sign on to that legislation or send their letters, have their members send a letter to Congress on behalf of them as their representative or senator saying, listen, this is a different product. It's not what Congress intended, 
And that's an easy, simple message for all of us to participate in. Absolutely. you got over 80,000 people signed the petition already, right? Uh, that was for the congressional petition. Actually, over the last four, three years, we've put over 300,000 messages into Congress. That's allowed us to, you know, for example, when you put 300,000 petitions into Congress, walk into an office and we say, we're here for H.R. 792, and they go, oh, the cigar guys are here. Yeah. Uh, it, it has helped to build a political network and a level of consciousness about what we're all about like never before in this history. And it's a testament to this industry that we've come a long way in the last four years at getting our message across. But there is so much more to be done. This is going to be a long fight. And as you put it earlier, it may well end up in court. Yes. Wow. And, and it'll be very, very costly. And that doesn't mean it's going to change anything. Once these type of things take action, very, very difficult to end up turning something around. So, you know, unprecedented. I, yeah. I mean, pe- people are going to think, oh, just when the next legislative comes in, it's going to turn things around. The new president is going to take effect. Oh, things are going to turn around. No, I don't think uh, any- anybody could a- actually pull that off. I mean, it's very, very difficult to do it. I think we have 40 well, days and that's it. Well, that's exactly right. And, and it would just be an absolute unfathomable thought that Congress could overrule this. So Despite what might happen with the U.S. Senate in November or a presidential election in 2016, because this could be well dragged out into that election cycle as well, depending on how long it takes to get through this public comment, extensions, uh, debate, and, and contesting all of this. So it could be well dragged out through one or two election cycles. But it would still be unprecedented to, to reverse something like this. Listen, in Washington, D.C., the bureaucracy is driving the train. Hmm. Uh, I just finished reading uh, Senator Rand Paul's book where he said the bureaucracy is in charge because Congress has abdicated its responsibility to govern. I think that's a profound statement, and, and it's a testament to why we need to get this legislation through to protect this industry, or at least use it to send the right message to the FDA. So there's, in, in, in kind of wrapping up only because we're, we're up against a break here, uh, the, the things that we're looking for our listeners to do is go to cigarrights.org, click the button, and... Uh, do their comment. They're gonna and, and it's all it's all laid out for them exactly what to do as far as the opening and all that. That's correct. That's exactly right. And fill out that congressional petition. Both of them are free. Both of them allow you to play a part in what I call cigar democracy. And and if you want to protect this passion we all share, it's incumbent upon you to take that responsibility. And they should be reaching out to the House of Representative and representatives and their state senators uh, on HR seven ninety two and S seven seven two. Uh, and express that the the need for them them to sign on to and those. folks, this takes minutes. This is it's not a lot. This of time. is all laid out for you, so easy. Uh, what doesn't take minutes is for you to go on cigarrights.org and actually pledge thirty five dollars. We're not talking a million dollars, but be a member of it so they can have your numbers too, that they can count you in when they say something right. forward. Thirty five dollars. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for bringing that up. I mean, this is an expensive proposition. We spent two, just CRA, this is not including our, our friends at IPCPR, we, we have spent $2 million to ward this battle off for the last four years. $2 million. All of our retailer and consumer dues are, are, are paying for that overhead, and that allows us to raise manufacturer dollars and support to, to pay some very expensive lobbying fees to ward this off for the last four years. And now we're in this very dangerous phase where we need to redouble our efforts to I really appreciate you mentioning that. For $35, we mail you two great cigars for doing that. You get a membership card that's great for discounts at shops across the country. 
Uh, we try to really make it worth your while. Plus, we keep you up to speed on what's going on politically within the industry and, and cigar shops and for the consumers across the country. So, yeah, uh, it, it's it's just I really appreciate you being a part of the process. Yep, and and they could actually join for a lifetime too, which would be a great help, especially at this particular time where I, I've never seen. I've been in the business now thirty years. I've never seen such a dramatic thing as this. We we hear about no smoking laws, and we hear legislation and different taxes that happen state state by state. The S chip that came in. This is the worst one of all. Yeah, those are nuisances compared to this. Yeah, this yeah. is the big one. Five hundred dollars gets you a lifetime. And believe me, they're bleeding through money. All these organizations, their rainy day funds are being used up because it's raining out. It's pouring, and there's 40 days left, 40 days and 40 nights. I mean, it's, it's almost over. Cigar shops that listen to this, you should be a member of CRA also. $200 a year gets you a membership. Shame on you if you're not. Ollie, shame on you. If you're not part of this, Dave, I'm gonna put you on. I'm gonna put you on the road with this message. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's true, though. I mean, it, you know, I know everybody's going to be crying after and saying, "Oh, look what they did." And you know, I'm going to say, you know, what did you do to make sure this didn't happen? You saw, um, you know, different states like New York or something before they got hit with that astronomical tax. They all started yelling and screaming after it happened. But it's too late after it happened, and we have 40 days left. It's not too late right now. Well, you, go ahead. Well, I tell you what, I had a rep call me last week. He said he was in a shop in Texas, and he said the owner made this comment. Oh, Congress won't let that happen to us. Well, they have. And and it, that part of the debate is over. And now that these regulations are out, you know, the only way to save ourselves is to be a part of this process. Uh, so it's, it's really too late to be thinking that Congress won't allow such a thing to happen. Uh, we're beyond that now. And now we're fighting a very large, very well-oiled, uh, very greased, uh, very competent uh, bureaucracy. Right. And, and frankly, this this industry, we're, we're not fully prepared for that battle, but but we are mounting a defense like never before in history uh, with our, our friends at IPCPR, uh, the retail community. Uh, the manufacturers are as engaged as they ever have been in a, in a fight of this nature. They're all coming into Washington now and taking turns, literally meeting with members to get this message across. Uh, and it's, it's a full-court press like never before. Well, I know you've been helping our industry out now. It's uh, Since its inception, have you been with uh, CRA? Five years. I, I thought I had a full head of hair when this started, but that wasn't the case. But, uh, but I'll tell you what, I've never been married to a cell phone the way I have for the last 35 days. I mean, uh, it's around the clock set of conference calls, conferring with lawyers, oh conferring with our lobbyists, conferring with more lawyers, uh, galvanizing the public. Uh, the, the retail community is getting very organized, obviously, uh, to spread the message to the consumers. Uh, there's going to be a, a huge set of, of emails going out next Friday uh, to consumers across the country, again, reinforcing that you've really got to take this action now. So this is very analogous to what a lot of other industries have had to do historically, whether it was coal, uh, whether it's environmental causes, whether it's the gun lobby, uh, you name a special interest group that has an interest in something the federal government's doing. We're now trying to emulate a lot of models of other industries that have had to work to fight off a federal bureaucracy. And, uh, and I, I think it's a lot of case study involved in this. I mean, I spent a lot of time studying what the NRA does and what the U.S. Chamber does and a lot of other special interest groups, whether you're liquor or cars or energy. And uh, there's a lot of great models out there. We're putting them to work for this industry, I believe. 
the, the, the level of cooperation that we're engaged with with, with the uh, International uh, Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailers Association is unprecedented. So uh, everybody realizes the threat is real. And otherwise, I mean, can you imagine a day now where people like uh, Rocky and Ernesto Corello and uh, Nick Verdomo go down the list? Carlito Fuente, Lito Gomez, George Padron, all these wonderful cigar makers that, that you and I know so well that are passionate about this industry that simply want to make great cigars and provide them for us to enjoy are now taking time out of their schedule yeah. so they could be selling cigars or making cigars, and now they're high-tailing it to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Or imagine retailers closing their shops for a day to come into Washington, D.C. Yeah. That's unprecedented, Dave. You've been a part of this process. Yeah. Taking time away from your business and making a living to help defend this entire industry. And I think that's a testament to where, we, where we've been and where we're going and where we are right now. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We're up against the break. But uh, the executive director of the CRA, Glenn Loop, uh, CigarRights.org is the website. Please, everybody. Uh, listen, the the, uh, the proverbial shit has hit the fan, and it's showtime right now. So uh, thank you for joining us. And, uh, folks, when we return, when we come back, we're going to talk about new cigars hitting cigar shops. It might be the last time this happens, uh, and lots more. So uh, you are listening live to the Cigar Authority, live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening uh, on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're smoking your cigar that's not only under $10, it's under 5 you know what? It's under $3. And it's a premium. Keep the lid end out of your mouth, folks. Truly bold cigars like a good story. It's perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Ortsak Bulletproof 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Kellner's A-Team to bring you Ortsak Bulletproof. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, draw, and price, maybe this time you should try an Ortsak Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsak, everything Castro is now backwards. Ortsak is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsak is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsak Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsak, but you will love them. All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat-out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is 
is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vancada. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, wait. The authority on everything cigar. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! Can we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo! Shake and bake. We're back live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. So is Mr. Jonathan. And I've got the scoop. New cigars coming out in 2014. Might be the last time new cigars come out. We're going to tell you what they are. Uh, we got Old Fart Freddy in the Aging Room. And the Cigar Journal has their contenders for the Cigar Trophies of the Year. We'll go through them and tell us. We'll tell you what we think is going to be the winner. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop in Tax-Free Salem, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us. Why? Because we're the only show that smokes live. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com. As opposed to dead. Where you can watch the other people. They dead when they see one of the tweets of the week this week. It has something (laughs) to do with that. You can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube. You can set it and forget it on both. So, uh, that was very interesting with Glenn. You know, I hate to turn the show into a political thing, but this one is the most important one, so we have to do it because what'll come next, believe it or not, and I didn't have a chance to mention it to him, is a show like this where we talk about cigars. They may stop this. Mm. And then what will we do with our Saturday afternoons? Work? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe sell cigars or try to, although you wouldn't be able to see what they were. Some of these things are so ridiculous that can happen. Once their foot's in the door, it's over. Party's over. about it. Things, um, listen, I got into the business in 1985. They said it was crazy then that they started allowing a sales tax on tobacco products. Didn't exist before that. And um, in Massachusetts at the time, the sales tax was 5%. So I would sell somebody a dollar cigar, a good premium cigar for a dollar. And I would say it's a dollar five. And the people were mad. They didn't do anything about it. Now it's a 40% tax. First off, that dollar cigar is now $8. And it's a 40% tax on top of that. And it's a six and three quarter percent tax on top of that. It just keeps going up. Ah. It keeps multiplying. So this is what ends up happening only because I've lived through it long enough. In the 30 years in this And business. you're going to continue to live because you smoke cigars. That's right. I'm going to try to make How are we going to cut this thing? It's, gonna, it's time to cut <laughs> our cigar. This is the uh, Cuban Classic. 
The classic Cuban. Classic Cuban. So classic is a cigar brand, and it has these three elements to it. Classic Connecticut, which we just smoked. What do you think? You don't like uh, Connecticut anymore. It's pretty good, man. $2.41. This is the classic Cuban, which is a sun-grown wrapper with the uh, mix filled that's inside. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the cigar brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And uh, you got Nick out there working very hard on the, uh, on, on the legislation, too. You heard the names of the manufacturers that he brought up. When I go to Washington, D.C., when I go fight around the country of, of these uh, taxes and, and uh, FDAs and all the legislation that ends up happening, I see the same people over and over again. So listen to them. You know what? Support the ones that are working hard for you. You think we're out there just for ourselves to save our own butt? I am there to save my own butt. Yeah. But you think I'm only there to save my butt? Because when the tax happens or whatever it is, I'm passing it on to you. So I'm not going to pay. I'm just going to have to charge you more. You're going to pay. Yeah. I'm trying to make you not pay. But I'm certainly not going to do what Nick did and actually lower my price when they charge me more. I'm going to raise my price because we know what it costs as good businessmen to run the operation that we run. It's ridiculous. We pay the employees and all that stuff. So, uh, and we pay taxes on top of that. So, uh, listen, and, and you say, oh, New Hampshire, you don't have any tax there. <laughs> Wrong. Yeah. Because actually New Hampshire has the highest business profits tax in the United States. So it's one way or the other they're going to get it. Property tax, the highest in the nation. Business profits tax, the highest in the country. It's different taxes and different ways they end up getting it. They all get it. They all do it. And you know what? They, they're addicted to it. They want more. Oh, it's crack. They're ad- yeah. <laughs> they want more money, and we're going to give it to them. If we don't do something about it, or stomp our feet and let them know we don't like it. And we still may lose, but you've got to go down fighting. You've got to go to the CRA.org. You've got to join. You want the other guy to know he was in a fight. And you want to be able to say when you're in a cigar store, when I come up to you and you're sitting in a lounge and I go, you remember <clears throat> CRA? And you say, yes, I am. Instead of saying, no, just join for $35. My God, it's a couple Do of it. good cigars. And you know what? They're going to give you a couple of good cigars if you join. Yeah. Just a, They're looking for the numbers. Go just, ahead. Just a note on their website, Dave, CRA.org. Uh, there is a link there, I'm being told, at the bottom where it will take you directly uh, to the regulations.gov where you can comment yes. on these new FDA. That's it. So you can not only get your membership there, uh, you get the bonuses, the membership, the cigars, but you can also then directly go to, uh, to comment. And we need, we need voice right now. Like at, the end, 40 days. at the end of this battle, we want to be the champs. And this is why I pick this lighter. It's yeah. the champ. The yeah. champ. The vertigo champ. Where else can you get a quad jet lighter that changes color? And it's really not so big you couldn't put it in your pocket. It's on the, it's on the verge. Yeah. It's, it leans more toward table lighter. But you know what? Throw this in your golf bag. Yep. You got enough fuel in here for the season. Well, you want to be the man. And somebody says you got a lighter and you pull this out and they go, holy God. Excuse me <laughs> while I whip this out. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a lighter. This is the yeah. lighter. Put that bick away, You're you right. loser. Bick. Oh, you want to light a campfire? Here you go. Yeah. You could weld a with grill? this if you needed to. And it's, got, and, it, and, and it's got, what's different is it's got these ear things on the side of it. Oh, yeah. You can hear it sucking air when you go to, listen to that. Yeah. I mean, that's a, <laughs> that's a lighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
So this is the classic Cuban anyway. Um, so the IPCPR, Saturday, July 19th. Um, and this um, deeming regulation is going to happen before that unless they grant us uh, an extra few days or something that they can uh, – the, the idea would be that everybody in the industry would get together on July 19th and be able to, but they have set it so that we actually can't. It happens before that. Mm. And that we show up there after the deeming regulations happen to us and we're all bummed out and we're not feeling good. And I mean, it's it, after f over four and a half years, they actually. Yeah, they take their time. They're methodical. They're yeah. planning it all but they out. They did it on then, purpose. They. Boom. You making eye contact with me, Yeah, Chuck? dude, I got a flavor. Oh, I, I guess already. Oh, yeah. He never does. Wow. You guys, I've nailed it. Coffee, ice cream. I wish you hadn't said that. I can see it. Yeah. I'm Coffee, on a diet, and now I want ice cream. <laughs> Coffee, ice cream. I got 10 mm. more pounds to lose, and I'm back to having my six-pack. It's all right here. Really? I got a whole keg. I got, I got one, <laughs> one layer of abs showing through. I need two more. Yeah. 36 years old. I'm hoping to still have a six-pack when I'm 40. Really? Dave, we're talking about premium cigars under $10. Uh, just a quick question for you. I'm, I've never heard of the cigar. Do we carry uh, here at Two Guys Enki, E-N-K-I, cigars? Never heard of them. Never heard of it. Okay. Yep, someone's asking. They're going to be making a trip up here. First time listener live. They've been listening to the podcast since our one-year anniversary. They're now finally able to tap in live on the broadcast Outstanding. Here. Welcome. They're going to be making a trip up here in about three weeks. Okay. So, so, uh, so make sure you check in with us. We'll tell you what store in advance. Go on to the um, – We'll probably be in this store, but – But just in case, yeah. Yeah. we'll tell you which store we're going to be at, and we'll have you, and you can smoke cigars along with us. And uh, The best way to do it would be to send me a message at Mr. Jonathan Barbeau on Facebook because I'm the only one really that pays attention to messages because I've sent Dave messages when he's in the DR. It's the only way I can communicate with him. I'm, he doesn't respond to them. Yeah, I'm he just comes avoiding back and he's you. I'm just frustrated. You. I, I get the messages. I'm just I got this ignoring weird you. thing. I couldn't figure out how to do it on Facebook. <laughs> it's called a message. Yeah. It's the only thing that works in the DR. I got Facebook down pretty good. I can do Facebook. I've noticed you've been pretty active with your yeah. hashtags. Yeah, that's, Although I didn't that's my see, daughter Gianna telling me you got to put some hashtags. I didn't in. see any uh, hashtag World No Tobacco Day. Well, I will today. Okay. I didn't want to. Um, I want to pay attention to the show. Instead. Also, hashtag the Cigar Authority because you know we want people to know where so, you got. So the you know what I was hashtagging? I was hashtagging TCA, which actually is a whole bunch of different other companies out there. Yeah. So we yeah. got to get off that. Maybe hashtag the Cigar Authority. The hashtag whole word sexual is a, chocolate. How about the Authority? Because we are the authority. Uh, everything. This, I don't know. It's got to be the Cigar Authority. Yeah, what? Right. You, you might but have it, could like, be, it could be hashtag the Cigar Authority, hashtag the authority. That's too many. I don't know. I'm not a fan <laughs> of too many hashtags. The people that put 30 hashtags, I read the first two, and I'm like, all right, this guy's an idiot. How about when people are somewhere else and they, they connect me to that? Oh, they tag oh, I you. Hate yeah, that. I've got mine shut off. I hate that. You can shut that off. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. I have to approve all tags. you got to show me how to do that. All right. Because sometimes it's like, I don't want to be connected to that at all. Right. No. Yeah. Why would you do that? Nambla. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Was that an old vehicle in the, from the 40s or something? That's the National uh, Man Boy Love Association. Oh, oh. That's a whole. I thought it was some sort of automobile from the 50s or 40s. Uh, new cigars coming out. There are lots of new cigars coming out. We, we did a, a little handful of them. We're going to continue right now. Uh, Alec Bradley, Family Blend, is coming out with something called the Lineage. 
L-I-N-E-A-G. Lineage. Lineage. Okay, the lineage. the lineage. I know nothing about it, but there it is. It's coming out. Dunhill is trying to resurrect itself, and they're coming out with the Dunhill 1907. Maybe that's when it first came out. Um, trying to make a comeback. It certainly was a big name back in the day. It was sold and resold and resold, and it's Is nothing. it Alec Bradley releasing a cigar in Texas? A 770 really? that they're calling the Texas Lancero. Yes, I heard that. Yeah. I heard that. That's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that's not. That's just for the people in Texas okay. or whatever. Yeah. Um, the Angels Anvil that's due out very soon. Yeah. We were hoping to get I that. I saw a bill of landing on it, so it's coming. So the Angels Anvil, the initials of the Angels Anvil is T A A, and this is a T A A exclusive from the folks at Crown Heads. And this is the people that make four kicks, the Angel's Anvil. So I saw what it looked like. I actually haven't smoked it yet, but we have it coming, right? And this is the one made by uh, Papine, right? I am not sure. I think that they switched production for that one. I'm going to have to do a little research. I don't want to speak out of school. I think you're speaking out of school. I do that, though. Yeah, I think it is um, Ernesto Carrillo, I believe. Um, Oliva, Viajo, V-I-E-J-O. Mundo. Hasn't been anything from Oliva in a long time. There hasn't. So here's something coming out anyway. Camacho Ecuador. Being shipped now. It's coming out, right? It's coming out. Uh, CAO Earthquake. I thought that happened years ago. That thing crashed and burned. Yeah. That's CAO <laughs> Earthquake. That was uh, the volcanic eruption. The CAO also Heat Wave. And this is a CAO Nicaraguan. So um, the thing is, CAO was a Nicaraguan. Nick Perdomo used to make CAO back in the heyday when the really? cigar was on top. So it was a Nicaraguan. Now they're coming out with a CAO Nicaraguan. It always was. Not always. And then, again, that company was sold and whatever they ended up doing, apparently they moved production out of, out of there and wherever they went. CAO also has the Sinister Sam coming out. Uh, Christian Aroa, he has the Aroa Maduro coming out. So we'll look forward to that. Is that going to be as limited as the Aroa? I don't know. Uh, La Polina has the black label. I believe that has already hit also. Uh, Flores Y. So what do you, how do you say that again? E. Flores E. Rodriguez. This is the 10th anniversary limited, limitada, wide Churchill. So, so 70 ring gauge Churchill or 60 ring gauge Churchill? 10th anniversary? Question mark? Um, hmm. There's this, uh, a lot of people having anniversaries that actually the math doesn't <laughs> work. <laughs> but uh, Your company's been out for two years and you've got the 10-year anniversary. Right. Yeah. There's uh, Casada's 40th anniversary. They have a Solomon press, six and three quarters by 50 by 33. Uh, it's a box press Solomon, which is a very unique thing. But what's really unique is the 40th anniversary when the company's probably been around about 15, 20 years the most. It's kind of like doing a cigar of the year and selecting a cigar from 1992. 40th anniversary. Doesn't make the company sense. has not been around 20. Hmm. Where does that come from? But the, pro- the, the good thing is most people don't know. So you go. can go 40th. But if you're going to go 40th, you might as well go 50th. Yeah, if you're going to make <laughs> yeah, it up. you're going to do it. Go big, right? <laughs> go big or go home. Yeah. Thousand-year anniversary. Weird. Uh, Herrera, Esteli, 
Nortion, N-O-R-T-E-N-O, Box Press Nicaraguan and Lancero Limited Edition by Drew Estates. This is the uh, Herrera Esteli. From the new president. He is, he's the new blender or whatever. He's the, they lost their blender. I don't think he's the president. Oh, the, okay, yeah, yeah, master blender. Reclus Amadeus. Coming out at the trade show, we already had it uh, on the show and... Um, I liked it. I got, a note, I got a note from Scott Weeks that said, thank you so much for not saying that our cigar was barbecue this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He doesn't go Apparently, for... he took exception to that the first time. There we go. Uh, we have Ortega Series D Black. Again, probably not a Maduro. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> the band's probably white. It's in a white lacquer box. Uh, Kilo by Leon Amenez, K-I-L-O. What does that mean? I see a lot of people with Kilo on their shirt. Sure, it's a brand cool. name, but kilo a kilo is two point two pounds. Rudy would know that. Yeah, because yeah. that's a uh, Canadian term really. for pounds. <laughs> and uh, the Luchador by um, Sam Lucia. Although we have it, although we launched it and we did whatever we do, it's a new cigar that's going to be coming out today because it's barely out there. It's right. Just, you know, there we're just five or six in. stores that were lucky enough to launch. Could it. that qualify for Cigar of the Year? Well, it's regular production. We got it early, but it's regular production, and it's coming yeah. out at the trade yeah, show, so it's say, legit. Yeah. And, and when later on, we're going to go through uh, the Cigar Journal Cigar Trophies of 2014, which is different than the Cigar of the Year. So they actually, it's not Cigar of the Year, it's Cigar Trophies 2014. I like, all right. So they got a little hook on there. They've been paying attention. All right. They get some wins for that, and we'll go, <laughs> we'll go through their contenders. Right now, though, I'd like to uh, enjoy life to the fullest as we're smoking this... Um, Coffee ice cream tasting yeah. cigar, which is the uh, classic Cuban, and it is time to uh, be more debonair with Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. Gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never, ever be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today I want to talk about integrity. And the gentleman's definition of integrity is doing what you say you will do. And I want to open this up, as we sometimes do amongst gentlemen, as a discussion. Why are you including us? <laughs> yeah. Well, because you're... you're We're you're, in training. We're improving. You're improving, We're gentlemen, gentlemen in training. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it, most people think that integrity has to do with morality or ethics, and I, and I strongly disagree. In other words, here's my, here's my kind of uh, stretching the line, if you will. And, and I'm not sure if this is gentlemanly or not. I wanted to put it on today's show. Maybe our audience could interact as well. Again, integrity, doing what you say you will do. Now, if that is the true definition of integrity and not bringing morality or ethics into the equation, if one says that they're going to rob a bank or steal and they then do so, technically, yes. they are in integrity. Yeah, yeah. they're exercising integrity. Yep. So my question for you guys is now, again, I'm not suggesting that anyone go out there and rob a bank or steal. I am. <laughs> you should do that. But when it comes to integrity, a true gentleman... When they say they're going to do something, they do. they do it. They do it. That is integrity. That is debonair. And I 
if, if I have to give myself a trait and pat myself on the back, I have integrity. That is, I, I believe, what I you stand have for. Integrity. I stand for the strongest. Yeah. When I say I'm going to do something, I'll do it. You want something done, ask a busy man. Totally. I'm very, very busy. You ask a busy man to do it, and he's going to do it because he's got integrity. That's it, baby. That's it. That's it. That's debonair. That's Question debonair. is, are you debonair enough? Yes. <laughs> I'm going with yes. You're going with yes? All right. And we could all work on it. We all could work on that. Why do you look at me when you say that? You know why. <laughs> you know why. Text the word cigars to 96,000. 96,000. Text the word cigars with an S to 96,000. And you will be in our text program where you'll win this week a Cigar Authority hat. Yes. So we have, uh, we have a couple of winners we here. We have a couple, couple of winners. winners. Multiple uh, winners. Kip Howard. From Kingston, New Hampshire. Ooh, get a local wins, and uh, I, this was this was a funny one. I texted you won the TCA hat. Who are you, and where do I send your prize? And I got a reply back. Who is this, and what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so my answer was the cigarity. This is Mr. Jonathan, and it was okay. You can send it to Amy Zekas. Amy in Peaburg, New Jersey. Interesting. Amy, we have a girl out there that signed up, but she forgot she did. It must have been during a drunken stoot or whatever. <laughs> yeah, somebody signed her up without yeah, yeah. telling her what they did on, their, on her phone. But she gave her so her address anyway. She did. Well, so, that's good. Uh, and there's one person that hasn't replied. Last week, there were two that didn't reply. This week, there's one person. And when they, did they reply later on? No. What's the rule Never on that? Never did. What's the rule? Well, if they reply, it, I texted them, so I got to send them a hat. Right. So. They just don't get their name called out on the air. But maybe we have a new rule that you have to um, reply before the show is over or You've something. You've got to be present to win. It's an yeah. awful lot of stuff to put in a text message. I'm limited to the number of characters. <laughs> no, I we say it. There. We say it. All we right. must respond before the show is over so we can say, make That's... believe like we're really giving away something and there's really a person. <laughs> That's lame. Yeah? All These right. people know who they are. Oh, God. They want to get back to me. They can get back to me. All right. Our third annual Father and Son Cigar Dinner, which is Saturday, June 14th, is sold out. Completely sold out. For real out. this time? It not only sold out, it oversold out. Okay. Uh, because the last Father and Son team, maybe there was a father with two sons or whatever happened because it was an even number and it didn't come through and we went one over. Okay. So no food for you. I'm fine with that. Yeah. It's probably nothing I can eat on my diet anyways. No, I know they're doing barbecued meat. You can do that. Okay. Um, as long as there's no sugar in the sauce that goes on. It's a whole, oh, you, there's a whole thing there, huh? It's a whole thing. This is how when I met you, you were into this crazy type of foods that you and eat. And what stomach. kind of shape was I in then? I don't know. And then I packed on 20 pounds yeah, hanging out with you? Hanging out with me. And that's it. But uh, as much as the event is sold out, the dinner, we are going to have Hanky Kellner and his son, Klaus Peter, uh, who works at the Davidoff factory and is learning and will be the next big thing. What other industry does that happen in? I know, The right? GM of, you know, the general manager of Ford says, you know what, my son is going to succeed me. I'm teaching him how to do it. Well, because it takes years and years of teaching. And they, they're in their fields together, and they're tasting tobacco. And you, it, it's not like you bring a new guy in and he'll catch on. I mean, it's years and years of training before it gets to that point. Yeah. If you're going to handle brands like Davidoff, you know, we're talking ultra-premium stuff. Um, but on Friday, June 13th, we will have Hanky and his son at our Seabrook store from 10 a.m. to 2 o'clock. In the last hour, he's going to be doing the taste tongue-tasting You'll get a free cigar, and he'll teach you how to taste a cigar like we do. 
If you want coffee ice cream and you want to taste coffee ice cream, <laughs> you got to learn how to do it. And this is how to do it on Friday, oh, June thirteenth. I can think of it right now, too, Chuck. You <laughs> jerk. It was right there, that first straw, man. It was just coffee ice cream. And man. I'm trying not to do flavors of the week because I'm starving right now, and I don't want to think about food. So there we go. Thank you. So right from uh, the Seabrook store, we're going to head over to the Nashua store, and from three to eight, we're going to do the same mm. with uh, Hanky and his son, Klaus Peter, from three to eight, and again the last hour we'll do the tasting uh, tongue tasting. Stop by and meet a living legend in the cigar industry. He's a nice, nice guy, and uh, I'm very excited. I've known him for a lot of years, but it's the first time he's coming to our store, so I'm very excited about it. And on Saturday, that would be Saturday, June 14th. He's going to be at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, 10 to 5. And in between, we're going to have him on the show. Nice. So he's going to be here. His son's going to be here, and we'll interview both of them, and we'll smoke cigars, and maybe we'll do a little of that tongue-tasting thing or something. Yeah. We'll figure out what we can do. Um, his English um, on Hanky is hard to understand a little bit. He's subpar on the English. Um, but he's going to do it anyway. The funniest thing was at the, the Nicaraguan launch. We were in New York at the launch yeah. party, and there was some miscommunication in his brain about saying that it couldn't be done on all Nicaraguan cigar. And in his brain, he was assuming everyone understood Davidoff. And you and I were looking at each other like, what about Padron? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my father? Right. Like, there's lots Perdomo. of all Nicaraguan no, cigars. They said you can't make No, 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 it can't be done. Those cigars don't count. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. funny. Yeah, we were looking like, what? What <laughs> <laughs> you saying here? So, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to him. But I'll tell you, at the father and son dinner, and it's, it's already happening anyway, there is a famous... Um, sing-along guy since the 70s that have, has been going to the nightclubs in the old happy hour days uh, down Cape Cod and stuff, and he was famous for it. His name is Jim Plunkett, same name as the old uh, Patriots yeah, uh, quarterback. quarterback. And uh, this Jim Plunkett, though, is a sing-along guy. Um, two hours into our thing, he's coming out, and he's going to do a sing-along for the rest of the night so we can stay as long as we like and sing along and drink and party with Jim Plunkett. He's a lot of fun. So those that are, are in on this uh, event, there's a little extra added bonus there. To, uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Really? How do you feel about this? It's time to take a look at social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. That's right. It's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigars that were built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. These are the best tweets I saw this week. I know it's fun to make fun of celebrities, but the Bieber jokes need to stop. That's somebody's daughter. <laughs> a little premature on the so, symbol there, Chuck. I don't get it. Uh, I don't get it either, man. Yet. Bieber, you want to explain it? Justin Bieber's a boy. Oh, let's, 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 let's talk about this first. Oh, a that's second. somebody's daughter. That's somebody's daughter. Oh. Okay. Somebody was premature on the, uh, the symbol. Because thought, we <laughs> had no idea where the punchline came in. Okay. Uh, what does a pirate from Boston say? Ah... I said R. Right. I got there it. you See, go. Because we don't <laughs> okay. pronounce our R's. Uh, lady, I need a turkey for Thanksgiving. Do these get any larger? The butcher. No, ma'am. They are dead. Okay. Crickets on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Crickets on all of them. I ordered a chicken and an egg from Amazon. I'll let you know. The best tweet I saw. Well, I don't get that either. Know, Which man. came first, the chicken or the egg? Are you guys dense? What do you think about a chicken omelet? 
No. I never had it. An omelet with chicken inside, which you've got the egg and the chicken. It's just oh, wrong, right? It's wrong. I would try. I don't eat chicken anyways. Chicken omelet. All right. The best tweet I saw a week. I'm striking out here. <laughs> the pirate one was good. The it's pirate a, one was good. It's amazing how long you can hold your farts at the beginning of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that gets them every time. That's awesome. Today's Fox social media <laughs> was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every, every time. time. Uh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Always God. at the beginning of the relationship. Yeah. And then it's all down. Yeah. Like, yeah. how long does it take before you let one rip, really? I think after you have sex, it's game on. Well, nowadays, that's like the third date. It's not like she makes you wait anymore. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the Ultimate Diamond Crown Experience is coming up. Uh, this is happening in cigar shops. 50 cigar shops across the country doing it all at once. You're buying three Diamond Crown cigars. That's Maximus, Julius, Caesar, or the regular Diamond Crown, and you get a chance to win. They're also giving you a mug with that. If you buy a whole box, you get the mug, you get the ashtray, and 10 chances to win. Win a three-day, two-night smoking experience. It'll take place October 16th, 17th, and 18th. Round trip AFA for two to Tampa, Florida, where you will get deluxe accommodations, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Museum in Tampa, a tour of the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory, including cigars, dinner in the boardroom, first-class seating at the Tampa Bay Lightning game, uh, watching a hockey game while smoking cigars. Nothing better. The only place. Only place in the United the States place. where you can do it. And uh, we'll have cocktails at Bobby Newman's house, and you will sit in on the Cigar Authority taping from the J.C. Newman Cigar Factory and Museum, and all cigars are included. The drawing will take place June 30th. It's a month from now. Across participating retail shops across the country. Get your stogies now. So get them. Three cigars and you get in. We tested this. We were nice enough to do that. We were good guinea pigs. Yep. We were guinea pigs for it. It was awesome. And uh, they're doing it again at a whole bunch of stores. And they took my recommendation. There's more time at Bobby Newman's house. That was the only thing I felt that was too short was hanging out with Bobby Newman and his brother Eric in a relaxed environment. That was cool. Just sit there and hang out. It was awesome. Everything was too short. I I didn't want to event. Listen, I'm not into hockey, but the hockey game I wish lasted even longer. And it was like the longest shootout (laughs) in in history. But you don't want to leave. Yeah. Each thing you don't want to leave. It was great. It was great. And that's part of the thing that uh, because you, when you want more, it's great. Yeah. yeah. So each thing you wanted more, you wanted more. So uh, I loved it. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, um, we will uh, go through the Cigar Journal's Cigar Trophies of 2014. They have their contenders. We're going to read them out. And uh, today's your last day, actually, if you want to vote on them. So we'll tell you how you can vote on those also. Also, Old Far Freddy is back, and we'll take a peek in the asylum and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No. She's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. 
Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one-stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder complex and very interesting garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world it once won a longest ash contest without even being lit you don't light a garofalo it lights you its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe it has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a maduro except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Yeah, you are. Okay, we're back and uh, we're going to smoke our third cigar. We're tripling up because uh, 
Who is Today it? is World No Tobacco Day. Yeah, so we're going to do quite the opposite right now. It's time to cut our cigar. We're going to smoke the classic Maduro. Again, this is going against also what a premium cigar is, $10 and over. This cigar is $2.41. Home run. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the cigar brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence, and they do. And for new, I know we got some new listeners here, so I discovered a trick. No one likes the uh, guy who puts his mouth on a cigar, cuts the cigar, the and slobber then, cutter. The slobber cutter guy. No one slobber likes that cutter. Guy. You you put it in your mouth, you cut it, and you use my cutter, I'm throwing it away. And I don't care what cutter <laughs> it is, I'm throwing it out. So what you do is when you cut the end of the cap, you flip the cigar around, you put the end you're going to light in your mouth and take a draw. And that lets you know if the draw is good. If you need to cut more, you can cut more. If the draw is good, you're all set. And then you use... Your champ lighter. Because you've wet the end, so you need a champ lighter, something that's going to go through that wet, moist uh, other end. Hey, I'd rather be dealing with that than having someone slobber on my cigar. You wonder about that. Hey, if you're into dudes and you want to make out with another guy, that's fine. Maybe you guys can share the same cutter, but if you're not... You yeah. want to just uh, and and you wonder what that sore is on your lip that you said, Jesus, thing just won't go away. That's what it's from. That's what it's from. It's from using that slobber cutter at the register in the store because you're too cheap to buy your own cutter. Invest a few bucks and buy your own cutter because that's that's you the get slobber a cutter. Decent cutter for seven bucks. Yeah, Th- that slobber cutter is gross. I must say. I must say. I agree. And while you're at it, buy yourself a lighter. Buy yourself the Vertigo. Champ. Champ. Not the chump. Don't be a chump it's, and use a Bic. Four jets. Changes color. Changes color if you're out there in the in the thing. Out there in the golf course, in the blue sky, in the green thing. It you turns and I need red. to go golfing one time. I know you hate oh it. Oh, my God. Have you been golfing uh, ever? Uh, I used to golf uh, because I was looking for something to do in 1984. And I, all my friends were working because I was a nightclub disc jockey, and I needed something to do in the daytime. So I tried golfing, and I went out there by myself, and I would hook up with other foursomes, and let me try to see if I can like something. And terrible, chasing that little white ball around and going in the woods trying to get it and just dropping another ball. I'd go through freaking an 18 sleeve of golf balls in one round. I'm like, when you're bad at something, you don't want to do it anyway because you're bad at it. And plus, I don't even like it. Yeah. I, I like, like it. Yeah? It's very relaxing. It's I don't just like the opposite of relaxing to me because I'm so frustrated, and I slam the golf club down, and I'm stressed oh, out. Oh, see, you're playing wrong. First of all, keeping score, big mistake. Second of all, making a contest with somebody else, big mistake. Wow, of all people, Mr. John, I know. everything's is, a contest. This is the one area where I don't care. I go out. I actually like to golf in the rain because there's no one else out there, and I just take the balls, and I play the hole from different spots. Sometimes I drive several times. And I smoke a cigar, and I don't care. You know what I got? What? I got uh, Frisbees. Disc golf. Yeah. That is that a good I'll time. Go. That I'll that do. Is that frisbee is a good golf. time. That I'll play with you. All right. I should tell you guys that I was on a Frisbee team in high school. I'm oh, so oh, I should oh. worry. <laughs> I'm pretty good. Yeah? How can you be bad at it? Oh, you can be bad. You can be really? bad. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frisbee. I mean, jeez. I can throw forehand, upside down, oh, no. backhand, either side. There's different frisbees of different sizes for different distances. Right, it's There's on. Putter. And they, they allow that at the golf course? No, it's, it's its own golf course. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I want yeah, to go to the regular golf course and throw a frisbee around. You're going to get thrown out. Although you could. Really? Be... But I'm in. We could do that, too. I'm in. 
I know people that own golf courses around here. Nice. I can make, pull it off. Let's make it happen. It'd be awesome. As long as they get their freaking $100 or whatever they charge to go for a round of yeah. golf. You get the golf carts and the whole bit. I love We're it. We're going to have golf carts and Frisbees this on a real awesome. golf course. Golf carts, Frisbees, with all the liquor and everything that you bring with you, and we're going to dress like we're golfing. We'll with bring the, the record- knickers and the whole bit. Oh, yes. Yeah, the high socks. We'll bring yeah. the recorder. We'll bring the iPad. We'll get some video. The shoes with the spikes in them. Yes. Oh, you got it, yeah. yeah. High socks. See, now that's what I'm talking about. There we go. You got wow. some nuts. Mixed nuts. Mr. Jonathan went nuts. Oh. The people from Cigar Journal, incidentally, awesome publication. Mm-hmm. It is the only publication, I believe, that really is about cigars. There's no Learjets in it. There's no nudie girls. There's no, not that there's anything wrong with either of them, but this one is a publication that's really about um, cigars, yeah. the, the cigar people within it. it. used to be known as European Cigar Journal. Now it's just Cigar Journal. They do um, their rendition of Cigar of the Year, and they do it at the trade show every year where they give out trophies. They now call it Cigar Trophy 2014. And they ask people to send in what they thought was the best. Then they produced a contender's list of the best, and now they're asking people to vote on the contenders that are here. Today happens to be the last day that you can vote on the contender's list. So go on to CigarJournal.co. That's CigarJournal.co. Not com. Sign up today. But not <laughs> CigarJournal.com. It's .co. It's European. Really? They yeah. do it different there. Okay. So let's go through uh, quickly, uh, and I know we're up on time anyway, but let's go through some of these things quickly. Uh, best brand. So uh, best brand in the Dominican Republic. Best brand. Not size or anything, just a brand. Hmm. Your choices are La Flor Dominicana Oro. Gurkha 125th Anniversary, Fernando Leon Family Reserve, Don Julio Punta Espada. Sounds like a swear to me. And Davidoff Nicaraguan. Davidoff Nicaraguan. That's it. Slam down, right? That's the winner for sure. Honduras. Alec Bradley Black Market. Camacho Carojo. Flor de Savala. S-E-L-V-A. And that gets a lot of accolades in Europe. We don't have that cigar in this country, I don't believe. Huh. La Polina Maduro and Rocky Patel, The Edge. I'm going to have to go Edge. I'm going to go with Camacho Carrojo. <sighs> I think we got a contest going on here. Okay. It's so only because we're different. So I'm going to put a D next to Camacho Carrojo and a J. You should put an L next to Camacho Carrojo. Yeah, because I'm a loser. We'll, bear, see. Bear. we'll see what happens. Nicaraguan. We have Cane Daytona. Not a bad cigar, but way too strong. Way too strong. Hoya de Nicaragua, Antonio, 1970. Not a bad cigar again, but hmm. way too strong. It's unbelievably strong. La Roma de Cuba, Mia Moa, and it has an asterisk here, uh, La Roma de Caribe, Mia Moa which is in every other country but the United States because there is a Cuban cigar brand called La Roma de Cuba. Oh. This is the Nicaraguan version of it. San Latano Maduro or Padron Family Reserve? Um, Padron. If Padron doesn't win, there's something wrong there in that list. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be there too, so we've got no argument there. Now they have for the best cigar. The best cigar, Dominican. Davidoff Nicaraguan Toro. Hmm. My favorite of the sizes, by the way. Mine too. Diamond Crown Julius Caesar Toro. Wow. Oh. Uh, Oh. Fuente Fuente Opusac, Super Bellicoso. Gurkha 125th Anniversary Rothschild. Again, Gurkha showing up. I'm surprised. 
in Xenoplatinum Crown Series Barrel. Wow. This is for the best of the year or best? Uh, best cigar. Best cigar. I'm or Dominican. I'm going to say that it's going to end up being the Julius Caesar. I would hope. That's mine. Again, I'm going to go with um, the Davidoff Nicaraguan Toro, and I'm going to say that because Davidoff won the best cigar of the year of, of all countries. Yeah, but this is consumer voting. Ah. Ah. Mm. And there's not all that many Davidoff. I'm still going with Davidoff, and you're going to go with Julius Caesar on that. Um, Honduras, we got the Alec Bradley Family Blend VR1. We got the Camacho Criollo Robusto, <laughs> CAO Orsa Soul Lot 54, La Polina, El Dario Robusto, and Rocky Patel Edge Toro Corojo. Huh. <sighs> I'm going to stick to my guns on the Rocky thing. Gonna go it's going to be Rocky. Rocky Edge for Jonathan. I'm going to go with the Camacho Criollo Robusto. And we'll see how that turns out. And on Nicaraguan, we get the Cane Daytona Corona, which personally is the strongest of the whole line of um, the Daytonas to begin with. So absolutely not for me. Uh, Flor de las Antillas Toro, which was Cigar Aficionado's Cigar of the Year a couple of years ago. Padron Family Reserve Number no. 5 Maduro. You got the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro Epicure. And you got the Undercrown Grand Toro. I'm going to say Perdomo on this one. Perdomo for Mr. Jonathan. And price points, what's going to drive that one? Yeah, you'd think that. Uh, uh, consumers tw- voting. Yeah, $20, yeah. Um, a $20 Padron is going to beat out a under $10 Perdomo. So I would think. So I'm going to go with that. Okay, rounding out, we got best value. Best value, Dominican, Aging Room Quattro, F55, the Christoph Liga Maduro, the PDR Small Batch Reserve, the Swag, Puro Dominicano, and Vega Fina, number two. Hmm. Aging Room. Yeah. Could the Swag come out of nowhere? It's the same guy. Now nah, you got to go with the Aging Room. I, yeah. I say the same thing. we got to go with the Aging Room on that. That's what gonna, it's going to be. Um, Honduras. Best value, Alec Bradley Black Market, Fleur de Copin, Fleur de Savaz, S-E-L-V-A. That's that same brand that I don't think is in this country. Rocky Patel, The Edge, and Villa Zamorano, Z-A-M-O-R-A-N-O. Yeah, I don't even know what Rocky it is. Rocky Patel, rounding it out for me. That's three wow. times I picked it. Yeah, you got it. And... Uh, Nicaragua is going to be the 1502 Ruby, the Cane Daytona. They love the Cane Daytona here, huh? The CAO La Traviata, the Hoya de Nicaragua Antaño 1970, and Placencia uh, Reserva. Uh, Hoya de Nicaragua. All day. Too strong for me, man. I agree, but given what the list is. I don't like anything else there, really. So can't make an argument there. So that's what they got on there. But let me tell you, go to CigarJournal.co, put your best bet in, and uh, we will be at the IPCPR trade show where they will give the awards, uh, and we won't know the answers till then. But right now, it is time to go into the aging room with our old friend, Old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes 
Aging makes a great cigar even better, just like Aging Room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, people have a camera on their phones. It's a perfect shot every time. In my day, my wife had this giant camera on a tripod. I would stick my head under her hood and flick that little button until the leather curtains opened up. Talk about exposure. Nowadays, if your animal escapes, it becomes the rest of the world's problem. In my day, if your jackass got out and damaged anything, you had to handle it, repair it, or pay for it. No questions asked. Nowadays, people are all about many everything. Phones, muffins, and cookies are all starting to look the same. In my day, the phone had its own room. Muffin tops hung over everything, and my wife's cookie was so big, you could write Happy Birthday Old Fat Freddy on it and still have room for the Pledge of Allegiance. We were big cookie-eating, under-the-hood button flickers that kept their ass under control. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. I would rather be responsible for a whole ass than be an asshole. <laughs> well, then. True story. Uh, new cigars coming out. The list continues. I'm going to go through a few more of them right now. Lou Rodriguez. He's the guy that's the um, doctor, right? Dr. Lou Dr. Rodriguez. Lou. Double nickel and one night stand. Double nickel, maybe a 55 ring gauge? Maybe. Hmm. I don't double know. Double nickel has some sort of other, it's like a double entendre, I think. Really? We'll see. Uh, new Perdomo line. The name yet to be told. They have huh. a new Perdomo coming out. Name yet to be told. We're going to have the introduction to that coming up when they do do it. I'm going to have to ask Roy. Roy. I tried. Room 101, the big payback. You saw that already. Yeah. Big, big ring how, gauges. How big is that? 60, 70, and 80 ring gauge. Yep. Yeah. Low prices. Low prices. This this big ring gauge thing continues, and you're going to see more of it. I had a debate on Facebook with a couple of dudes, and they uh, were complaining that this big ring gauge thing is getting out of control. They're never going to smoke it. They like Lanceros and Coronas. And I said, well, if you really want to change the industry, if your goal is to bring back Lanceros and Coronas. You have to start buying them out of the box. You got to buy some. Uh, and, and they actually said, I disagree. Like, no, no, no. The, the industry is, is leaving all this money on the table yeah. from this guy that buys one or two Lanceros, smokes one, and ages the other one for five years before he uh, never buys another one. Touches himself to it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you like it, the, the whole point of this is. People aren't buying them. People buy big ring gauges by the box more yeah. than they buy them by the single. It's yeah. crazy. What is crazy is Asylum. It is crazy. They have a 6 by 80 we, we, we drew the line in the sand. We said you can't go any further. That's it. So hopefully we don't see anything bigger than 80. But right now, let's take a look into the Asylum with the folks from Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away, ha-ha! It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, Take No Prisoners, truly flavorful medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80, that's right, 
That's asylum. The chef at a hotel in Switzerland lost his finger in a meat-cutting machine and after a little shopping around, submitted a claim to his insurance company. The company, expecting negligence, sent out one of its men to have a look for himself. He tried the machine and he also lost a finger. The chef's claim was approved. That's insane. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. That one came from a listener. And I've heard a lot of these things with chefs losing their fingers, and this is a common thing. It's getting very common on, on the asylum. Yeah. There was one uh, time it happened on a Wendy's. If you remember the big scandal that happened, it was fake. It wasn't even true. Inside, inside our chili was uh, a that piece was of a fake? finger. It was a fake thing, yeah. And it ended up hurting Wendy's big time, and yeah. it was fake. Now, what should happen to her for doing that? It should be astronomical consequences. Death penalty. <laughs> yeah. Right answer. <laughs> Death penalty. Because she's trying to capture the thing and, you know, trying to make money on her end. But can you imagine what it cost them worldwide oh, for some fake God. things like that? So Billions. Yeah, you're talking really big things. So everybody would back off the chili. Can you eat chili on your diet? It's beans and it's meat. No beans. No like, beans. Uh, Trevor brought us peanuts. Those are for you. I can't eat peanuts. Beans, because peanuts are a bean, not a peanut. Correct. It's a legume. No you guys goes. with all these facts. Yeah. yeah it's Jesus. It's ridiculous. The, the, the nonsense that we know that we have really? no use for. It's crazy. You're driving me nuts. It is. It's crazy. Uh, Hanky Kellner from Davidoff. He's going to be joining us Saturday, June 14th, live on the Cigar Authority with his son. We'll, Cospita. Uh, Cospita. We'll, we'll talk to them and see. It'll be our Father's Day show. Um, Don Bignigno. Bignigno. Hey. It was close. close enough. You added an extra G, but it's not bad. B E G N I G. Benigno. Ben. Benigno. How do you spell it? I don't care. Okay. You probably have it spelled wrong. Probably, because I got B E G N I G. That is only one G. B E N G. B E N I G N O. Yeah. Benigno. He's going to join us on August 2nd, August 9th. We're going to the uh, feast of Madonna della Cava, the Italian feast in the North End. And on August 16th, we're going to have um, the folks from Perdomo Cigars here with this new cigar that we don't know what the name of it is. So uh, we also have more. Uh, the list continues of new cigars coming out. So we'll get to some of those next week because um, we'll be back here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, as we prepare for the best week in the cigar business, Ever. Father's Day week. Father's Day week. It's the Olympics. It's the Olympics for cigar shops. And tell your wives, tell the, your children that you want cigars for Father's Day, not the tie, not the shirt with the um, elbow, pads. elbow pad or anything No like one wants any article of clothing with elbow pads. Now, here's what you want. Here's Let's what you want. Put those to bed. You want the champ lighter yep. alongside a box of or two. classic cigars, right. and I would recommend the Maduro. Really? You like that one the best? I do. I, I was, like the Cuban. I was a Cuban guy myself. Really? Yeah. So anyway, whatever it is, $2.41, how do you go wrong with that? Uh, 
It is a premium cigar, right? That's what it comes down to. Cigarrights.org. Cigarrights.org. If I can't say it enough, you've got to be part of it. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Do it. Do it, please. Uh, Remember, folks, this show and every show, The Cigar Authority, is absolutely free and worth every penny, if you ask me. For Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. Thank you once again for listening to The Cigar Authority today and every Saturday on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. When you're smoking your classic cigar, whether it is the Connecticut, the sun-grown Cuban, or the Maduro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie.